when you're creating that lifestyle, you're trying to find those foundational things that really you know, work for you so you can constantly tweak and evolve and learn. Welcome to season four of the Fitness Hacks podcast. My goal of this season is to help you shatter those self-limiting beliefs by learning to train smarter through proper workout design, nutrition, and mindset habits. Hey guys, it's Corey from Redefining Strength. Welcome to the Fitness Hacks podcast. Today, I want to talk about the fact that a lifestyle isn't forever. So you'll often hear people starting a new diet, a new workout routine, a new program saying, oh, this is going to be a lifestyle. I'm going to do this forever. And to some extent, yes, a lot of the times we are trying to create new habits that will be lasting habits. But too often we get into this mindset that when we're creating this lifestyle, when we're doing these new things, nothing is going to evolve. But the simple fact is, is our lifestyle is constantly evolving. With changes in the seasons, we change activities. I can tell you in the summer, I want to go outside more. I want to take more walks than I do in the winter. You know, it's rainier, so I don't go out as much, right? So my activity level changes. You know, our needs and goals as our body gets older, they do change, right? Too often we blame things on age, but the simple fact is menopause does change things. As we get older, we're less able to utilize protein as efficiently or build and retain lean muscle mass as easily. So our lifestyle has to constantly be evolving. I mean, even think about your schedule changing, like you might get a new job or if you have kids, all these things are going to make you have to evolve other routines and habits. And this isn't a bad thing. It's just the fact of life. So because our schedule, because our routines, because our body is always changing and even our needs and goals are changing, so should our diet and workout routine. And I think we embrace this a lot more on the workout side of things where if you think about the workouts you were doing even a few months ago, you've gone to a new program just because you wanted a new challenge or you wanted to progress different exercises. However, with diet, we really do get into this mindset of, oh, I'm going to restrict these things. I'm going to go keto. I'm going to go paleo. I'm going to go whatever. And then, you know, ultimately when we can't sustain some of those things because we do want to go out and have bread or we do want to go out and eat a food that's not you know, technically on the paleo diet, you know, we don't know how to get back to it because we haven't really ingrained new habits. We've just created restrictions or we've gotten it so into our head that we can only do one thing that it creates this weird guilt. But that's why I think it's key. We understand that things are going to evolve. There are going to be ebbs and flows. And it's also why I so push you with macros, because if you understand macronutrients, if you understand a lot of things that are based on the foundation, so like how to create workouts that really work, what your body needs, you know, how you respond to things. If you understand that foundation, if you have sort of built that house, you can decorate it any way you want, right? As your life evolves, like maybe you like modern and then you want more traditional, right? You can change the decorations on it. You can change the interior, the paint colors and all that other stuff. So if you understand the fundamentals with why workouts work and what schedule works for you or even how you can adjust your schedule and adjust the workouts to fit the new schedule and you understand macros, you understand that foundation to constantly be evolving in a way that's actually sustainable. So by learning about macros, you might find you need more carbs at a certain time because you're training for a race, but fewer carbs when you're healing from injury and not as active, right? But you have the power to change and adjust. So I wanted to talk about, you know, ways to sort of better embrace the learning and the process of creating habits that actually become a lifestyle without getting so it's so into our heads that we have to do one thing for the rest of our life. Okay. So here are three tips. One, track what you're doing. I know we hate to hear this, but what you measure, you can manage. If you don't know what you're consuming currently, you can't make accurate adjustments. Okay. You can't even know it works. So a lot of times we'll be like, well, this used to work. Okay. Well now with menopause, your body has changed. Your appetite might've actually gone up while your metabolic rate has actually decreased because of the hormone changes. And so what was working might not work anymore. But if you knew what you were doing before, you could make accurate changes based on now your current body hormone levels, right? If your activity level changes and you knew you were having a ton of carbs before, you could be like, okay, 
well, now I don't need the immediate energy source, so let's test out a lower carb instead of just feeling like you have to restrict or you have to completely overhaul everything because you don't know what's working. Tracking allows us to not, you know, cut anything out that we necessarily love to, but find that right balance for us. The one thing I will say with tracking too is, guys, tracking is not judging. That food logger is not judging what you're doing. And we're not just tracking to cut stuff out or to diet down. It can be a great way to help you build muscle if you're really struggling as you're getting older and you're finding, you know, hey, my workouts aren't paying off the same way or I'm not recovering in the same way, right? By tracking what we're currently doing, we can adjust. If you're feeling bloated with foods, you can see what you're eating and what might be triggering it. If you're trying to train for a race and feel fueled, there's so many reasons we track. And really, it's just about giving ourselves that data so we can evolve and adjust our lifestyle as our needs and goals change. So the thing is, we could be doing something super fabulous, but if it's mismatched to what our needs are right now, it's not going to work no matter how wonderful it supposedly is or even how much it worked for us in the past. But by tracking what you're doing, you get that accurate picture and you can truly build and make changes that actually help you progress instead of just are hoping and, you know, throwing spaghetti against the wall, hoping something sticks. Okay. Tip number two is embrace learning why. I think a lot of times too, when we go into creating that new lifestyle, we do get into this arbitrary restriction thing because someone else said it was good or it worked for them. Instead of understanding like, you know, why did this work for this person? Why could it work for me? Or on the flip side, okay, now looking into the why, now I see why it might not work for me. And so the thing is, is a lot of it is an experiment and you might have to say, hey, I'm going to test out if this works. And then through that process of elimination, learn that certain things do and do not work for you to pursue, you know, programs that implement things that do and not pursue programs that implement things that don't, right? But you have to sort of have that understanding of why it's worth testing even so that you actually embrace actually testing the habits. Because I think that's another thing that happens is, you know, we haven't done our research. We arbitrarily try the restriction. It doesn't work for like one second. And because we don't really know why it could work, we don't fully embrace the process. We even fight against it and we default back to what's easy and instinctual and what we've always done. Okay. So you've got to embrace the testing. You've got to understand a little bit of the why behind things so that you really want to experiment. And then again, even understand then why something doesn't work to not just keep honestly replicating the same, you know, horrible thing pattern and cycle of going after program after program after program, all of which are restricting things that you actually love, which never worked for you in the past, but you keep doing it because you're like, well, it's restricting something slightly different, right? But if you understood, okay, I don't do well with restriction, you could then at least find something that, hey, this doesn't restrict anything. Technically, I can have that balance. Again, <clears throat> macros, you know. So tip number three, too, is set end dates. So when you're trying to create a lifestyle, I know it sounds really against creating that lasting habit, that lifestyle to say set an end date, but we do not do well with forever. At least I know I don't, okay? I've seen it time and time again not be motivating to get us moving forward. It also makes us then feel like we need to jump ship if something isn't working because the idea of just doing it forever and hoping it works, like that mentally is just, it doesn't work. So if you set end dates or you're saying, hey, I'm going to test this out to X time at which time I'm going to reassess, it can help you get consistent enough and actually stick with those habits long enough to see if there is a build. But it also gives you that time to reassess so that you don't feel like you're just going to be replicating something forever, hoping it works. Okay. So there's accountability with end dates. There's that time to reassess and adjust. There's that like sort of motivation to be consistent, to actually test out whether or not something works over the set time span. And then we have to remember too, that like even maintaining your results, there's going to be evolutions. Like I'm cycling different ratios, just like I'm cycling different workouts because we want that new to sort of experiment. Is there a little bit something we can do to improve? And a lot of times there are little tweaks. We're not just completely overhauling everything, but 
you know, maybe you're using a macro ratio with one style of training and you're like, hmm, I wonder how this will work with another style of training. Or, hey, I really want to focus a little bit more on building muscle. So in this progression, I'm doing this. So let's adjust my diet a little bit. Even though it's still in that maintaining realm, right? We're sort of always tweaking, adjusting, playing because there's always something we can learn and improve. And that's the fun of life. But having that end date allows us to really assess, you know, like what systems are working. Is the system maybe even outdated for our current needs and goals or where our body is at or our lifestyle is at? Okay, so don't be afraid to set end dates, even though you're trying to create something sustainable that you're going to do for the rest of your life to some extent. But just remember, like, even when you're creating that lifestyle, you're trying to find those foundational things that really, you know, work for you so you can constantly tweak and evolve and learn. Because our needs and goals, guys, are going to constantly change. Our lifestyle is going to change. And it's even fun to adjust workouts, try different ratios, experiment with new recipes. We have to see this opportunity to change and learn as just that, an opportunity, not as an obstacle, okay? It doesn't mean it's wrong if we want to make little shifts to our diet and exercise routine. It doesn't mean we're giving up on a lifestyle. But we also have to realize that we have to create those fundamentals off of which to build. So don't get frustrated repeating the same old habits that aren't working for your new body, for your new lifestyle. Realize that everything is evolving and it's okay to make changes as your needs and goals change. Thanks for tuning in to the Fitness Hacks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would really, really, really super appreciate if you'd leave me a review on iTunes. If you haven't introduced yourself as well, message me on Instagram or Facebook. I'd love to hear what you're working towards and see how I can help. For my free three-step RS formula, visit rsformula.com.